0: Blooming Beauties podcast, episode number three. Hi, and welcome to Blooming Beauty's podcast. Thank you for joining me. I'm Kim, your host. Our studio phone number is 312-957-7087. For those of you who are new to my show, I just want to tell you a little bit about me and why I'm podcasting. I'm coming to you from the Chicagoland area. I have a heart for people, and I really want to make a difference for others. I do sell skin care, health, and wellness products, and my clients often ask me really great questions about how to care for their skin or how to be more healthy. I thought podcasting would be a good forum for me to help people. So each week I will offer a different topic. I do want to be clear and say that I'm not a doctor. I'm not here to give medical advice or diagnose medical conditions. I'm using this podcast not to sell you products, but to bring you information. I believe that we are our own best advocates for our health, and I think it's important for us to acquire knowledge that allows us to ask better questions and expect better answers from our healthcare providers. I think we should be more in charge of our own health, and I hope that I can help you with that here. I just got back from a women's retreat. I got back today. I was in Lake Geneva for the weekend from Friday until Sunday, and I had a great time. It was absolutely beautiful there, and the weather was, well, I really liked the fall weather. So this is my third podcast, and it's getting easier. Um, Today's topic has been a popular one with my clients this past month. I think because of the start of school and we've been focusing on our kids recently because of school starting, I've received a lot of questions about acne products and treatment. So today I have a very special guest with me in the studio. She's my mother-in-law and she's a licensed esthetician. I have a great deal of respect for her, her knowledge about skin and health. And I also want to mention that she does amazing facials. I get facials from her. And uh, she works out of a spa in Libertyville. It's called the Healing Groves Medi Spa. So, Terry Lynn, welcome to Blooming Beauty's podcast. I'm very glad to have you with us today. Thank you so much, Kim, for the
1: very nice intro. And I'm very pleased as well to be here. I want to add that I am so proud of the show that you put together, given the information that you give to all your listeners about healthy skin care. And I'm glad to be here.
0: Thank you. Okay, so the first question that I have would be, what is acne?
1: Acne is actually a genetic disease involving the sebaceous oil glands of the skin. It is characterized by lesions, papules, pustules, and comedones, also known as clogged pores. Acne cannot be cured, but it can be controlled, Kim. There's several ways of recognizing acne. In most cases, teens start with breakouts between the ages of 10 and 13. Starts with just little tiny little bumps under the skin that's known as papules. Usually left alone, they will start reducing in size, but if they start picking them, it's going to cause inflammation and actually start getting them infected and causing them to turn into pus, and then they start squeezing them. So it's only going to get worse. Acne will start out in the small stages, but it will start spreading. And when it starts going into pustules, the pus cap will actually break and spread the infection to other areas of the skin. So it's very important that teens really learn good skin in the very get-go. Like I said, 10 to 13 years old. Learn about acne and take care of the skin well. Get established with a good esthetician that can actually train them on good skin care. And you can keep the condition under control. You cannot cure it, though.
0: Okay. It sounds like clogged pores. And I guess what uh, my next question would be is what is the difference between acne and pimples? Okay. Acne is a condition. Again, pimples are
1: described as pustules or papules. Again, papules are just a little swelling, a little lesion under the skin, but pustules contain the pus matter. That's the infected part. The problem is There's different stages of acne, all four different grades. The first two grades of acne, estheticians can treat well. First grade is usually just simple papules, these little bumps that are under the skin, maybe a couple pustules, nothing really big deal. Some blackheads that can all be extracted. You can have regular facials done that will help expel some of the matter. Grade two involves pustules and blackheads. And again, most of these things have to be extracted by an esthetician. If left there, the pore becomes very swollen with the debris inside. And the debris is simply dead skin, oil that's clogging in there, and dirt. And the more that it stays in there, the larger the swelling occurs in the pore. And it stretches the pore. And most common complaint is my pores are looking so large. And it's simply because you have so much matter in there that's expanding in the pore and it needs to be expelled, but only an esthetician can really expel it properly.
0: So it sounds like then picking or squeezing or, or doing something, I guess someone would want to try to treat it themselves. So you're saying that that's not, that's not They shouldn't do that.
1: Absolutely not. First of all, squeezing is going to only, like I said, spread the infection. And it can cause bruising. And bruising is a very common thing seen in acne skin. It's described as a deep purple bruising under the skin. And most of the teens will come in and say, I just cannot stand the discoloration in my skin. What can I do with it? That is actually damaged tissue under there. And the more that they break out in that area, the more they're squeezing in the area, and consequently, the more bruising they get. And when you bruise down within the tissues, it can actually take up to a year to actually heal. But unfortunately, teens and adults, they keep breaking out in that same area and applying more and more pressure to that area, and it never goes away because it's a vicious cycle and never heals properly. And there's really nothing they can do about that bruising. They've got light pulse treatments that they can do in a dermatologist's office, but it's very expensive and it's time consuming. So think before you start squeezing pimples.
0: Okay. So that's really interesting about the the bruising and the discoloration. Um, I think there's also a danger in squeezing and kind of spreading that matter that bacteria around on the skin also right exactly that matter that's inside the pore a lot of times if it
1: does not turn into a pustule head it will be reabsorbed back into the body and the way the body works is there's white blood cells that are inside that little pore and it's working to fight bacteria it's trying to kill the bacteria It is a sterile condition as long as it's a closed head on there but once you start squeezing or try to poke a little needle or something in there now it's not a sterile condition anymore and what happens is you start squeezing and that pus inside there is infection and infection will start getting pushed down into the pore and it will break through the follicle wall and what happens is when that debris actually gets bursted through the walls it'll start spreading and you will get at least two or three more pimples around that same area which is very common it's happened to me and it's happened to a lot of my clients thinking I'm just going to get that out of there I want it out but it got ruptured in that follicle wall and it spread so please do not do any kind of picking
0: so would you tell us what causes acne and can you tell us if it's hereditary It is definitely hereditary,
1: and it's caused from not properly cleansing the skin. Remember, you've got to cleanse the skin properly to remove any kind of debris from the skin, and a lot of it is environmental conditions. There's a lot of chemicals in the air, so it's very important to do proper cleansing. And most people don't realize that you must do two cleansings a day, one in the morning and one at night. And the reason is in the morning... Of course you wake up and you think "Oh, my skin is really nice and clean because I just cleansed my skin in the evening. But during the night, your body is producing adrenaline in the system to speed up for digestion. And when you digest foods and all that will actually push out your chemicals from your skin, your toxins from your skin, along with increasing your oil and perspiration. So in the morning. When you get up, you might not necessarily see any kind of oil on your skin, but you actually have a film of oil and toxins that are sitting on there, and your, your pores are actually still clogged, so you must cleanse in the morning as well. And that is a very common mistake people make. They think, at night, I'm fine, but please follow through with a good cleansing in the morning. But the causes of acne are not only hereditary, also following a very healthy lifestyle, along with cleansing is going to definitely improve on cutting back on the acne. It's not going to be the quick save all to get rid of acne, but it's going to minimize the acne breakouts. Keep hands away from the face. That's a common thing. People think I'm just going to, you know, lay around, put my fists up on my skin. That's putting more bacteria up on the skin, more oils. Your hands are very dirty. Also, people that work around kitchens, if they're chefs, they are around an oily condition. So the oil in the air actually adheres to the skin and that causes clogging again. Uh, People that are mechanics that are working again in oily conditions, they don't realize they've got a lot of oil around. They're touching oil. They're applying to, to the skin. The diet is really the main trigger. Most of my teens that come in I get them all under control. They have a lot of breakouts going on. I sit down. I get everything taken care of, extract pustules and all, send them out. They come back in a week, and I take one look at them, and I say, are you following through with your cleansing? Well, yes, I am. Are you sure? Because I'm noticing a lot more blackheads again. Are you removing your makeup? Well, I don't remove my makeup Every night, because sometimes I'm really tired. I said, You must follow through with that. Or I right away address their diet. Have you been eating more fast foods? Fast foods really are a big trigger. It's not the oil, the fried foods that really do it, it's the salty content. It's the iodine that's in the food. Iodine is an acne trigger. So you must cut down on, on the fast foods because it is very salty. The other thing is caffeine. Caffeine will speed up the system, it speeds up the adrenaline glands, and with that it brings up more oil and causes breakouts. And the first thing that I notice, people that come in and they're holding a Starbucks coffee in their hand, I go, put that down, you're fighting acne, get rid of the caffeine. And as soon as they cut caffeine out of their life, they see a big difference. Also milk, Milk and also cheeses. Cheeses are high in yeast, and bacteria grows with yeast. And in most cases, if they cut milk products out of their diet for one month, they see a big reduction in breakouts. So it's very important to follow a very healthy lifestyle along with your acne breakouts.
0: Okay. Um, how about sugar? Because I I think sugar sometimes plays a role in this too, right? Exactly. Sugar.
1: Uh, either in foods or drinks, speeds up the adrenal system again, and the adrenal glands will trigger oil. So try to cut back on your sugar.
0: Okay, How? Um, since we're talking about lifestyle, let's talk about how important sleep is and reducing stress.
1: When you sleep, you are rejuvenating. So it is very important to get at least eight hours sleep every night. I know that's almost impossible In today's lifestyle, everybody's working overtime, multitasking, everything, but at least get six hours of good sleep. And they have proven that you actually have a deeper sleep between the hours of 10 o'clock and two o'clock in the morning. So it is best to get into bed refreshed, lay there, relax, either listen to nice calming music, try to de-stress from the day's work from all the headaches that you've been dealing with, and try to calm the body to get as relaxed as you possibly can to get as much sleep. Because again, you are actually renewing cells as you sleep. So it's very important to keep the stress level down.
0: How would a person know when to seek treatment?
1: After they have gone to an esthetician for proper facials, for proper cleansing, exfoliation techniques, Using beta peels to try to exfoliate and open up dead skin cells that are trapped in the pores, and they don't see any improvement after using any topical creams that an esthetician has at her fingertips. The esthetician actually is the one that will help you make the decision to say, you know what, I cannot help you after this point. I really recommend you going to a dermatologist. And the reason is, at that stage, She has tried everything. She's tried salicylic products, glycolic products, everything that is medical strength, but there's a certain level that we can work with. We finally say, go to a dermatologist because now they probably will give you a prescription, either topically or orally to treat the condition. But the most important thing to remember is you don't want to start out just with a dermatologist and say, well, why don't I just start out with topical antibiotics? The reason is it's been proven especially through my teens they want the quick fix. They they go for facials weekly. They're working with me probably 5 6 times in a row and they still have the breakouts. We're still trying to get it under control and they hear from a friend, "Well, I just went and I had a topical antibiotic put on me and now it's everything's dried dried up." In our studies, we have seen that unless they are trained properly to take care of their skin and to get it under control with home care products and learn the proper cleansing techniques, if they go directly to a dermatologist, they will give them the topical antibiotic. But after they stop that antibiotic, which is a given, they have to get off it eventually. They'll keep them on it maybe three months they're, they're thrilled because it dries up their skin, they have instant results, but as soon as they get off that prescription, they go right back to their old bad habits, sleeping with makeup, not washing their skin in the morning and the night, and they start breaking out again. And how long can you keep taking antibiotics? You're taking that internally. It's not good for your organs. So it's best to have them come into us, work with us, try to get it under control, and then we send them over if we can't do anything at all. And then usually an antibiotic will take care of it.
0: Okay. So we're talking about not just treating our clients, but educating them, which is part of the purpose. I mean, that's the purpose of these podcasts that I'm doing. Um, So my next question is, I think a lot of us uh, tend to associate acne with teenagers, but I also know that adults suffer from acne also. So what, why might an adult start seeing a problem like that, especially if maybe they never had it as a teenager and then now they're seeing it in, a, in their adult years?
1: That is a very common problem that I have adults coming in saying, why now? I've never had pimples when I was a teenager. There's a lot of things that can trigger that. First of all, adult in the adult life have a lot more stress going on in their life. They are either trying to balance their job, their families together, money problems. All of this is stress, and stress does trigger acne. It increases your perspiration, and with that, it brings up oil again. And a lot of times, it's hormonal, especially in my women clients' They do complain that around period times, there's a drop in your estrogen and a rise in your testosterone, and that causes breakouts. And usually if it's hormonal, it's usually around the mouth area and along the outer part of the face. That's usually the sign that it is hormonal.
0: So outer part of the face, do you mean like the cheek area?
1: No, usually around the rim of the jawline and around the mouth that usually is hormonal and that is a common place that most of us women experience breakouts on our chin area or the jawline
0: okay so so now we've talked about acne in teenagers and in adults would the treatment be different for the two or is the treatment is the treatment the same
1: it usually is the same protocol except the ingredient level is a lot weaker that we use in our teens than using for adults and simply because their skin is a lot more sensitive it's thinner so you don't want to start with something too abrasive to dry it out and that's also a misconception most teens will come in and say I broke out more, and I'm washing my face more. Well, they're drying the skin out way too much. They're using very abusive products. So if we were to do this to our teens and start out with too strong of an ingredient, what we're doing is, yes, we're eliminating the oil problem on their face, but the body responds to produce oil that has been taken away. So a lot of teens will say, oh, I was washing my face a lot Lot more because my mom said I don't wash it enough. They're using bar, bar soap primarily because it's a quick fix. It's in the shower. And that pH balance of that bar soap is actually stripping the skin of the protective balance of the skin. So it does dry it out. But again, the body will respond with producing more oil. And that's why they get more breakouts that way.
0: Okay. So it sounds like Obviously we talked about washing our faces in the morning and washing them in the evening, but this overwashing or maybe going to the other extreme of being so diligent of washing that, that that's not the right thing to do either because it sounds like what you're saying is it then strips the oil from the face because of that constant washing. And then the body just responds by producing more oil. Is that correct? Exactly. And with the adults back
1: to product levels, Adults, we can use a higher strength product, but again, we have to educate the adult the same techniques. Proper cleansing, using the proper cleanser that's balanced for your skin type. And a common mistake that men in particular use, they use the bar soap, so they start getting more breakouts.
0: Okay, so we've talked, uh, I, th- I think you've talked a little bit about some ingredients. I heard salicylic acid, glycolic peels, um, benzoyl peroxide is another big one that we hear surrounding acne. And then we talked about prescriptions. Um, can you explain a little bit about what these ingredients are for or how they would be used? Salicylic is actually
1: the most common ingredient used to treat acne. It is. It has drying factors to it. But when they put benzoyl peroxide in that same jar, along with salicylic, it tends to be a little too drying. Usually most products have that combination for teens. The benzoyl peroxide, usually up to about a 10% strength is what they use. It is very, very powerful. It does kill bacteria, which salicylic does not kill bacteria, but it will help dry up the oils and help exfoliate dead skin cells. And again, that's the important thing, to keep exfoliating the dead skin cells that are actually clogging those pores. So salicylic in itself really does work well. But when they start getting pustules, that's when usually we put benzoyl peroxide in to help control the bacteria. But the combination of them are extremely drying. And the most common product that teens have experience using is the Proactives brand. We all see the ads on there. Teens' faces really cleared up within a couple weeks. Benzoyl peroxide is what takes over and helps kill the bacteria. But after the skin is on that combination for several months, and it usually works up to about seven months, and I usually ask my clients, how long were you on Proactives? Oh, I was on it maybe about six months, but it stopped working. And the whole main reason is the skin adapted to that 10% benzoyl peroxide. The bacteria was under control, but then the skin adapts to that level and it stops working. So that is a very common mistake thinking that you should use benzoyl peroxide. We always start with a salicylic ingredient, which by the way, comes from willow bark, which is aspirin.
0: So it sounds like if someone starts early enough, um, and I think we talked about even as early as age 10 to 13 where they might start seeing breakouts. If someone starts early enough and they've got the proper cleansing routine that they could start on a product that has salicylic acid in it. And then that would help with the the sloughing process of, of getting the dead cells off the skin and keeping the pores clean. Then they may not need to move to something as strong as benzoyl peroxide. Is that correct?
1: Correct. Again, like I stated last, benzoyl peroxide really should only be incorporated in your skincare if you have pus, because pus really contains the bacteria inside that pore and it's going to break open and spread. So that's the job of the benzoyl peroxide. But teens, along with adults, need to be educated how important it is to have regular facials. It's the misconception to think, well, I'm on vacation. I think I'm going to treat myself to a facial, have a nice body massage. They don't look at it that it's therapeutic. It is something that needs to be done on a regular basis, depending on the age you are. Teens need to be brought in early enough just to be educated on the proper cleansing, what to use as far as home care products, I know most of us moms, we all know what to do. We can tell our our daughters or our sons what to do, but they don't listen. They right away think, I'm going to do this quick fix. I'm going to listen to my friends, whatever. You bring them into an esthetician that's really educated and trained to teach to teach techniques to these teens, they're going to follow through a lot more than listening to just mom. So when you bring them in, They are in our hands, and we will take them through the steps, the proper way to cleanse. Applying the cleanser to the clean fingertips. Keep the fingers away from the skin. Make sure that they follow through with a toner. Most people don't realize the importance of a toner. That's proper cleansing techniques. If you are not using a toner, as you are listening to me today, Put a toner into your routine. The reason you use a toner is to further cleanse away any of the residue left over from your cleanser and also the remains of any makeup or dirt that's left behind. And most people don't realize that's part of the good
0: cleansing technique. Okay, so now that we're talking about cleansing again, uh, one of the questions I wanted to ask and I I forgot to ask it before is, Um, Cleansing pads or those, you know, those convenient wipes that I think a lot of people like to use because they think it's faster and it's it's more convenient and they don't, you know, it just makes things easier. What would you say about those? Stay
1: away from anything that is quick, simple, and easy. You're not thoroughly cleansing your skin. Pads have become very popular. There's many brands out there, but most of them contain mineral oil mineral oil again is very clogging and it adds oil to your skin again it feels good you're wiping off your makeup a lot more easily it's coming off because it has slipped to it but no one follows through with a proper cleansing afterwards the other misconception is using washcloths washcloths are extremely abrasive and they collect bacteria most people do not wash their washcloths properly They'll just hang them up over the railing and use them again in the morning. Again, there's collected bacteria, oils, everything in there that you're applying to the skin again. There's another tool out there that I like to stay away from, and it's the abrasive buff pads. People think, well, I'm going to exfoliate my dead skin cells on my own. Something that's nice and coarse, rough, is going to scrub them out. And it's a very scratchy little round pad. You can purchase them in all the pharmacies. Very convenient again. But again, no one properly washes these pads. They're way too abrasive, number one, which can actually break capillaries if something is too coarse for the skin. So that's a no-no. And they sit there on the countertop collecting more and more debris, more oils, more makeup, and you're adding bacteria to the skin. So you won't see a lot more breakouts in that way.
0: Okay, that's that's some good advice. Uh, one other question that I thought of is I remember when I was a teenager, I remember my friends telling me that they would go out in the sun and they'd spend the day in the sun, and several of them would claim that being out in the sun dried up their acne and that it was better when they were out in the sun. So can you speak about that?
1: That is also a common mistake that a lot of people make. Yes, the UVB light is very good for drying up any kind of problems. As a child, I had eczema, and I used to frequent the beaches. I grew up on the New Jersey Shore. We'd go into the salt water, which was drying, and then sitting out in the UVB, it did dry up eczema. It works the same way with acne. My clients that go in the tanning beds, for instance, it's UVB light it does help it helps kill bacteria helps dry up the oils but they're forgetting if they dry up the skin too much to the point where they will burn and start a peeling sensation this is only going to trigger more oils to come up to rescue that oil that was stripped away so it is a vicious cycle they will see instant clearing up but again it might cause over drying And also just keep in mind, you are exposing your skin to the dangerous rays that cause skin cancer, and it is on the rise. I see many people coming in with basal cell carcinoma, all from sun exposure. So you must go out in the sun with
0: an oil-free sunscreen on to protect your skin. Terry Lynn, this has been great information. Thank you so much for spending your time with us today and helping us to understand acne. For those of you who would like to know more about your skin, or uh, if you'd like to know more about the services that Terry Lynn provides, or if you would like to make an appointment with her, I encourage you to contact her at the Healing Groves MediSpa. The address there is 1244 American Way, and it's in Libertyville, Illinois. The phone number at the spa is 847 549-9595. 549 I'm also going to um, post this information on my website so you can find it there as well. So thank you so much. I've enjoyed today and I appreciate all of this great information. I hope you got something worthwhile from today's podcast and I hope you'll join me for the next show. My plan is to give you simple tips that will allow you to live better and I owe it to you, my listeners, to follow my own advice. So I'm challenging myself to do just that. I would not be able to do this without the technical genius of my husband or the creative genius of my daughter, and I continue to be very grateful for all of their help and their support. If you have any questions or want to hear a specific topic on my podcast, please call me or email me. I'd love to hear from you. You can contact me at 312-957-7087 or email at bbpodcast at live.com. I might even use your question on my next show. You can also find me at bbpodcast.com, which is my website. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate all of you. Lord willing, I will be with you on my next show. Have a joyful, healthy week, and let's live beautifully. Simple information to help you live beautifully and bloom where you are.